0: Welcome to a tip for tomorrow, a companion to both the Two Writing Teachers blog and the Two Writing Teachers podcast. We share one tip that you can try out in your writing workshop as soon as tomorrow. I'm Stacy Schubitz and I'm hosting today's tip for tomorrow. This week I was going to Central Market, which is the nation's oldest farmer's market, and it happens to be here in Lancaster County where I live, and I created a list, and it said buttermilk, eggs, milk, baked potatoes, broccoli, challah, and that was my list. I shared it with my husband because I figured that if he had anything he wanted, typically he asks for mango salsa from one of the stands in there, I figured he can add to it. And he added bread. And I was a little perplexed by this. So I texted him and I said, "Um, I'm not going to the supermarket. I'm going to the farmer's market. Are you sure you want bread? And he said, no, no, don't don't get it. And I said, okay, I'm not going to get it. So I went to my different stands um, within Central Market. I went to a separate bakery across the street to pick up my challah. And I got everything I needed, plus a coffee, because... You know, why not? And um, I was thinking about that checklist that I created and the app that we share together to create our grocery list. And I was thinking it's a lot like a personal editing checklist, because when someone else puts their hand in your checklist, sometimes it's confusing and sometimes you just can't achieve everything that someone else puts on your checklist. So what I'm offering today is the idea to work with students to create their own personal editing checklists. And why do we do this? Well, there are two possible reasons. The first one is that we want to encourage students to use an editing minute at the end of a writing workshop time. So between that independent writing time and the full class share and reflection, it's important to encourage students to go back and look at their work and edit it right then and there so that it's easily readable for both themselves and for somebody else. Another reason we might create a personal editing checklist is to help kids meet the grade level standards that we have um, and fulfill those expectations, and if there's something that they have missed from previous grade levels, we can help them achieve it by reminding them of that on that personal editing checklist. So what goes on one, you might ask? Well, I shall tell you. Um, There are different categories that you can put on an editing checklist. It can be things like ending punctuation, capitalization, checking for commas, um, quotation marks spelling. All of these are really important things. So we want to help students think about what they need to do, what they need to get better at, and then create a checklist alongside them. So back in, oh goodness, it was probably in 2020. um, During the shutdown, I was working alongside my daughter and noticed that she needed to go back and read her writing and do this editing minute that Beth Moore, my colleague from Two Writing Teachers, had suggested. But she didn't, she couldn't just look over her writing and say, Oh, this looks right. It sounds right. It makes sense. It doesn't make sense. She needed a lens with which to look through. So, what I did is I sat beside her and asked her, what doesn't look right? What doesn't sound right when you read your work aloud? What doesn't make sense? And we looked for commonalities in her writing over the course of a few days. And then together, we created a checklist of three to five items that would be things she would focus on at the end of each writing session that would make her piece of writing easier to read. So, That was incredibly helpful for her, and she learned over time that she needed to be the first reader of her writing. And that really matters because if we want people to read what we've written, it has to be clear. We can help students do the same type of thing in our writing workshops. We can introduce this one-on-one in a writing conference. We can work with partnerships to create personal editing checklists, and we can even teach full class mini lessons on how to go about doing this. We have quite a few resources over at Two Writing Teachers, which I will link to in the show notes, and that will help you get up to speed and will help you implement personal editing checklists in your classroom. So, just as I want to get everything that I know I need from Central Market, um, otherwise, my family might be disappointed. I want to make sure that I'm making a list that has some meaning for me and that is valuable to me as a shopper. And we want kids to do the same thing with their writing. We want to make sure that the things that they're working on are valuable to them and will help their readers. So give it a try and let us know how it goes. Thank you for listening to the Two Writing Teachers podcast. Check out the show notes for links to the items we mentioned in this episode, as well as ways to connect with us. For more about the teaching of writing, head over to the Two Writing Teachers blog at twowritingteachers.org. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with your friends and colleagues, post about it on social media, like, subscribe, and leave us ratings and reviews. Our music is by Lemon Music Studio. If you'd like to connect with us, email us at contact at twowritingteachers.org. Thanks again for listening. Let's teach, learn, and write on together.